millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the QRP. Today, there is more Halo. There is Forza Horizon 5 winning IGN's Game of the Year. There's Stalker 2 with NFTs. You, this is Merry Christmas. Catch you on the other side. Hi, everyone. Thanks for coming. Uh, this is number 36 of the Quick Resume podcast. Um, my name is Deck, if you haven't been here before. Over there with the, I think, uh, was that geese? Geese on your shirt? It is. It's geese. Geese. Yeah. Uh, it's Tim? geese bumps. Uh, oh, I've seen that, yeah. It's Tim. No, 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 Tim with the geese. Um, we, we run the most popular uh, Xbox podcast on the internet. <laughs> um so, you know, it's it's not really surprising that you found us. Um, Tim, how are you, buddy? How's it going? Christmas. This will be the like this is this is the last well. <laughs> this is probably like the second to it's like the penultimate twenty twenty one QRP podcast. QRP, I guess. Um Oh yeah, yeah, I guess so. Oh yeah, yeah, twenty twenty one. Yeah, I was about to say it's it's definitely the only one we'll get in before Christmas. Because obviously yeah. we do these on Sunday. Christmas is Saturday this year, isn't it? Saturday? Yeah, 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 it is, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll be able to get in one more before the new year, before the big 2022. Um, Damn right. But yeah, man, I'm good. I'm feeling festive. I finally um, got my time off work, you know. I'm done yeah. for like two and a half weeks now. Um, so that's 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 a pretty nice feeling. And it definitely helps with the whole uh, getting into the spirit of the holidays a little bit more. I was just... Not being aware. I was just... Oh, yeah, I was just so done with work. It's like towards the end of this year, um, to the point where I even had like my call my manager, and I was like, "Listen, mate, I just I I just need a break. Like, just what try is... not to just try not to contact me because I'm I'm like a one person department, so I get contacted quite a lot even on holiday. So that's fun. Um, fun. But yeah, man, I'm good, and um, yeah, you know, just 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 the usual, really enjoying uh still enjoying Halo. Um, and uh, obviously dipping our toes into Imogus. Imbigus. Imogus. Sus, yeah. Agusgus. So, yeah, as, as far as like my sort of like gaming uh, week has been concerned, it's basically just been Halo and and Imogus among us. So, mm. nothing nothing too spicy, but I, it's, I, I have to. It's it's a really nice change of pace, I have to admit. Um, to just be able to just hop on and like <clears throat> just mess around and play like a sort of like party game rather than click on ads and yeah, um, play Halo it, all the time. It's a nice palette cleanser. That's how I'd describe it. Nice palette cleanser. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, for for the most part, it's quite a chilled out game as well. You know, like Halo is one of those games you need to sit up, you need to be close to your TV, and you need to, you know. Um, concentrate and stuff like that and 
among us is quite nice to just sort of vibe out and just have a good time unless you're getting pasta eight eight times a night <laughs> like like i did last night um where my brain was actually more fried than playing Halo ranked for like six hours. <laughs> it's tough. It's hard out there for all those sussy imposters. It's it's it's, it's rough. It's rough, man. And we, there's always a couple in in the friend group that are just they're just giga brains. They're just yeah. so good at figuring out, and they're just questioning every single thing. And like, get off so, me. <laughs> yeah, I just want to have fun. Yeah, I killed me... him, so what? <laughs> let me snap some necks, like, for fuck's yeah. sake. There, there are some times where it's like, I, it's it's so annoying. Like, you <laughs> try like, harding the my smallest error. Yeah, <laughs> and this guy's got a fucking checklist, and something just doesn't add up, and then it's just, it's like, a, it's just an angry mob. He's like, vote him out, vote him out. Just because of one small thing. <laughs> oh, it's infuriating. But uh yeah, no, it's also good fun. So that's um yeah, that's what I've been doing this week. And you know, I I imagine your week has been fairly fairly similar. But how how has your week been? Yeah, man, it's been I mean I I had my first I I think I said on the show last week I've started a new job doing the same thing but for a different company. Um but through like an agency. So I guess the easiest way to describe it would be that I'm doing it privately, but being lent out to the NHS service. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm doing that. So it's just, I I know the job at the back of my hand, but it's like everybody, different places have different organizations, even from different NHS place to NHS place. So it's just like really boring stuff that I have to like really try and soak in because you need to know it to do the job. Like like quickly otherwise you're going to be working past five every day and i'm not doing that again so um yeah i'm just trying to get my head around that and a lot of it's soaking in um thankfully so uh that's been okay so i've been a bit exhausted from that um but other than that sort of in gaming wise yeah it's just been bouncing between halo and amogus since that came out tuesday um Mm. And I think my, my partner is just sick and tired of me shouting among us just at random intervals. <laughs> um, just, <laughs> I'm going to play some among us. She's like, what does that mean? It's the is it not among us? Like, what are you on about? Yeah. It's just the meme that doesn't die. Um, and But I did finish It Takes Two this week, so that was good. Um, me and my partner oh, finished nice. that together, which was fine. Yeah, we've been playing that for what feels like six years. Um <laughs> It was a game that dragged on. I've said I've gone over this before. If you want to hear me talk about it, it takes two. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed overall. Um, as predicted, the story kind of ends on a bit of a nothing note. But you know, it's it isn't a story game, I suppose. It's uh, the game playing the puzzles and the co-op elements. So yeah, really good. I'd probably give it an A overall. Yeah, yeah I liked it. It was good. Is it one of those games where everything just wraps up and it's just like, and they all lived happily ever after? I mean, sort of. It's just it's left a bit ambiguous, like. <sighs> Not in a good way, like not a good ambiguity. It's just like I, this. Just feels like you didn't really care whether where it was going at the end. So there's there's definitely going to be an it takes three, um, and then and then it's going to be like about the relationship with the parents and the and like a child involved as well. Absolutely <laughs> know it. It takes three. I'm coining it right now. If it happens, well, they have to pay me royalties. They, I mean, they did because um, Take Two filed a lawsuit against Hazel Light, the devs. For, for it takes ah. two which is like oh, so like, petty like i mean come on it's just, yeah it's a bit it's a bit shit well you just can't you just can't use the same those english words which <laughs> is like, to use those words we coined them yeah and but it's like obviously there's like the song like it's based off the song 
It takes two. Mm. So it's like, I know that came before take two, but it's just like they're obviously picking their fights because they feel like it takes two is going to be because of his critical success that it's going to take um, viewership away from from them in the future. Yeah, it just feels it just feels like heavy corporations throwing their weight around because I mean I know I think it was oh, I can't remember who it was published by. Uh, it takes two because the company was Hazel Light. But I, I want to say it's EA. Might be wrong. Um, so yeah, I mean they've got a publisher to back them, but it's just like yeah, I mean it, it will really suck if they can't continue to use the name. Like they have to change it. Like you know that's just so confusing. Yeah. Um, and I also played it. I picked up a bit of Breath of the Wild this week, so which I haven't done in ages. Um, nice. Just because, like, my my so. My partner doesn't like games. Well, I mean, she doesn't dislike games, but she just has a very restricted palette. Like, she's never been, like, a, a lot... You know, when she grew up, she played, like, a lot of Sims. Um, so that was kind of her thing. It was, like, you know, Sims sort of stuff. Anyway, 2020, Christmas roll around. I, you know, we were in COVID. We're not in the place we're in at the moment because we moved for work. And I think, this is a genius. I'm going to buy her a Switch. Bought her a Switch with Animal Crossing. Bang. She opens it early, mind you, thinking it's like rabbit food or something. She opens she opens like a game and she's like, what's this? I'm like, oh, fuck it. Why did you open this? At least she didn't feed it to the rabbit. <laughs> yeah. I just come around the corner and my rabbit is just Tom Nook just hopping around the lounge. Um, and um, yeah. And so she plays Gunner Crossing, loves it. Wow. Stella. And I think, you know, that's fine because it kind of is a bit sims like, isn't it? You know, it's quite silly. Yeah. Animal Crossing. Um, something like that makes sense then we get a breath of the wild things change the can opens you know worms come out suddenly she's into an open world action adventure zelda game you know this isn't she's played previous zelda's never finished them but you know obviously, mm-hmm. and I, I i'm thinking like i don't think you're gonna like this because it's it's like op- i think open worlds can be quite um uh, intimidating even to us but you know especially like a new mm-hmm. like you know somebody that's not really into it anyway she plays it and she like for like I kid you not, like six months straight, like every day. I say this like this is weird because this is what we do. Her and her sister speak like over Facebook and they both play Breath of the Wild through together. They get every shrine. There's like 125. <laughs> then they buy That's the crazy. DLC. They do that and they do everything there as well. And she's, she's like 100% in it. And it's just like, and she's like, favorite game, favorite game I've ever played. So yeah. my point being, when we had some time together um, in the week, I was like, oh, do you want to watch? We're watching X-Files at the moment, which is just kind of fun. And she's like, I kind of want to watch you play Breath of the Wild. So I'm like, <laughs> I mean, <All> right. sure. <laughs> so I just, like, I'm just booing up and I'm like, I got to the, I, I, you got quite far in it, didn't you? Like, I'm not spoiling yeah. anything. Yeah. I got, I got a decent, decent way in there. Well, you know, so, you know, there's the, the giant camel, like I'm at that bit. Um, yeah, which well, I mean, you can you me. can do the yeah you can do these things in any order, but yeah, yeah. So it's, it happens to be the third one that I've, I'm tackling, and there's the boss in there is really hard, um, which I don't think it would be, but I fucking hate the controls for this game on the Switch. It really rubs me the wrong way. Um, anyway, it zaps you, so you have to drop all your your metal shit. Turns out I don't have enough shit to win the fight, so I have to go back out into the open world, and, and I've just been like speed running, not like speed running, but I've been like hopping from mission to mission. You know, doing main objectives, maybe like, oh, there's something over there, like on the way, you know, not really going out of my way. This mm. forces me to go back into the world. So I'm like, I need to go out, get loads of weapons that aren't metal, stock up on arrows, find some better armor. And I think this is the most I've enjoyed the game so far. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just pissing about. I'm just like, yeah. God, I'm just trying to stock up on weapons. And 
I think this is where, like, because I didn't have a problem with, like, the durability criticism that a lot of people had. But now that I'm, like, doing this thing, I'm trying to hoard weapons to, like, take to a fight. Now I'm like, uh, it's getting annoying. Because, like, I don't have a, like, I have to start using stuff that I want to save. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's my story. I just sort of touched on Breath of the Wild and it's, uh, I've been having a good time with it. I still don't love it, but I do like it. I think it is very good and I definitely appreciate why a lot of people love it. I obviously appreciate why Beth loves it as well. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it is, it is a really good game. And I think, I think that in itself, how you're enjoying it just describes what makes it so good for everyone as well is that whole it literally does just throw you into the world and you do kind of figure these things out and then you just you have to prepare like like there's not many games that do that um just make you sort of go out and wing it yourself prepare gather resources and you know try and judge what you think you need for the fight and then come back and and then you you know you get you get mixed up doing other things and then there's like you actually forget almost what you went out to do as well you're like oh yeah i actually came out to do it i think it does a really good job at that like the game is just everything is almost just a distraction and mm. i think it's good um i never really felt like my time was wasted in 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 breath of the wild like even if i spent ages climbing a mountain just to be like is there going to be an invisible up here? Can I glide off it? Got to the top of the mountain. There was like loads of fucking like really rare ore up there and stuff like that. And I was like, I didn't even know this was on in the map, like in the game. Like, I just feel like it never wastes your time. Um, yeah, which is which is really good to say for a, an open world that that big. So yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. I think I, I I have had moments where I've been like running from point to point, and I think maybe not experimenting as much as I should have been. Where I have found myself getting a bit bored, like I'm just running like a lot like you know especially when you don't have many shrine you can't like fast travel like before you establish that kind of network i think mm -hmm. if you get unlucky and you maybe go away which you happen to like worm through encounters you know i mean it's it's hard to blame the game for that but you know ultimately that's the disadvantage of not having like scripted encounters and, and things like that you know um but you know that that is kind of what a lot of people say about breath of wild isn't it that it's like um it's very much was kind of revolutionary on the open world front in that it's like exploration driven rather than like map marker driven, you know? Yeah. Um, which again, totally can appreciate. I think it's a really great idea. I've gushed about like uh, outer wilds on this um, show before, which is like very, very similar thing, not in an open world sense, um, but a very, very similar thing, a exploration driven games where you, you know, you follow your eyes and you follow your nose rather than what the game's telling you to go for. Hmm. Um. So yeah, that's I've been doing that as well. I'm um, just booted it up, um, and a lot of it, you know, while I'm on the conversation, because a lot of the technical aspects of Breath of the Wild really remind me of the Halo Infinite campaign as well. Just in the sense that I don't think I don't think Zelda looks good. I don't think Breath of the Wild is a good looking game. I think the art direction is immaculate. Yeah, I think the art direction is immaculate and brings it all together in a really good way. So where overall the experience of being in the world is really good. But when I'm like, I, I go back and forth. I, guess and actually, I just, yeah, I guess actually texture wise. Yeah. If you were to really focus on it, sure. The switch doesn't have the power to really blow you away. But I think in terms of color palette design and like lighting, I think the game is pretty, pretty damn good. Like that's what I mean. <clears throat> the yeah. direction pulls it all together. You know, it's like yeah. low frame rate. 
pop in uh, like choppy textures and it's just the art direction. It's like, we'll make it work. <laughs> we'll make this work. And, you know, you can yeah. do it. it's, been, it's been polished down to like a fine, you know, art, you know, making sure it looks good. Yeah. I mean, I mean that to, to, to get a game that big and that versatile, I don't know, that, that good, that big and, and have it look that good as well. Um, on a switch is is ridiculous. Like, I actually do think that's that's kind of insane. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. They've 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 been very clever with how they've managed to preserve performance and everything um, on that console. So, but again, it's it's only something a Nintendo Studio could do because no other publisher is going to know how to do that. You know, and to have that much time and money to. to do that but yeah no it's an interesting case study um and i think there are a lot of parallels between that and halo uh, in a number of ways with a couple of things that you've said um which which we have kind of already talked about so i'm sure we don't want to cycle back around to that yeah um but i guess you know with having having speaking about our weeks i, I did just want to have a bit of a conversation about about among us now that it's on consoles because it's been a long time coming and obviously it's on games pass i don't actually know if it came to playstation I think it might have done. I just think it was it. it, I think it came to all platforms. I just think it came to Games Pass. I think. Mm. Yeah, maybe that 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 makes sense. Um, but I mean, obviously, we've been playing that a lot since Tuesday. Um, and like I said, it's been it's been a real nice palate cleanser because as much as you love one game, there's only so much you can you can take of it. And sometimes you have those nights where nobody's, it's just not clicking for everyone. Like you'll all hop on to play some BTB and you're all just getting slaughtered loss after loss after loss. You're like, shall we, shall we maybe not do this? <laughs> yeah. So it's great oh, that yeah, it's on yeah, game, yeah. games pass. I mean, we, I think we'd have all probably bought it anyway, wouldn't we? But it, I think it's, mm. it's, a, it's a good one. It's perfect to be on there for people who don't, haven't tried it, but have heard about it. Let's give it a go. Um, yeah. And they've actually got like a, a nice little progression system in there now, haven't they? On Among Us. Yeah, which by the way, is like unless you actually actively look for it, you can't it doesn't activate by itself, which I do think is really stupid. It is stupid. Um because I, I played for like an entire evening and got quite a lot of XP, quite a lot of levels, whatever. Um, but I never went over. I never went into the customization and went all the way to the right and clicked on some fucking cosmic cube or something and then clicked <laughs> activate. So I never started my battle pass. So then all my XP was just wasted um, yeah. in that in that regard. So I think it's kind of stupid that it's not like auto activated. But yeah, now I have it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it gives you cool little fun customization options and and stuff like that. Um, yeah. yeah, and you weren't the only cool. one either. I think there were a lot of people who hadn't done that. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. weird. Yeah, it's very weird. weird. It is weird. Um, and so there was there were before the game came to console. Like, what something we've been speaking about because we used to play when it came out. Well, not when it came out, but you know, when it got popular on phones. And I think I grabbed it on the Switch when it came out on the Switch at the time as well. And I've always mm-hmm. said, like, when it comes to consoles, I hope there's like proper in-game chat. Um, just because Project Winter did this really well, and so what. You know, it doesn't even need to be proximity chat, which is probably a whole other discussion. Um, but at the very least, so that when we're all, we could like, or, you know, so maybe there's no comms when everybody's in game and playing, just like how you mute your mic so you don't speak. Then when obviously someone hits the button 
all those channels open up and everyone can speak um yeah but the other side of it i think is when you die you go into your own channel where you can speak with other people who have died exactly yeah and things like that yeah and i just feel like that's those are missed opportunities um yeah because there's so many times where i died or whatever and i'd love to just like talk to you about who i was like suspect of or like oh it really surprised me that it was ridge and he actually called me really well and you know we could just chat and just talk about it um and i think that is something like you said project winter did really well especially like well i think we'll notice it a lot more if you get like a big lobby of like 10 people and you're like all right let's get two imposters in right those imposters can't communicate between each other. They just have to like kind of play off each other like in, in the game. You don't know if you're thinking the same thing, but Project Winter was really smart where if you had multiple imposters, multiple people trying to kill everyone, you, you had like a like a walkie-talkie a radio, that had like yeah. a separate channel which you just held like right bumper and you talk to the other person you were working with. You could yeah. coordinate attacks and stuff like that. So Mate, cool. If, if Among Us had something like that, it'd be so good. Um... And yeah, yeah, why not just have something like that and a death channel, you know, stuff like that? Because you know, you kind of just die. And if you're the first to die, uh, mm. you do your tasks in the next like two minutes flying around everywhere, and then you're just sitting around doing nothing. Yeah. Um and they have <clears throat> made it more interactive in the sense that you get like you can be like the guardian angel that throws shields on people and stuff like that. That's really cool. I actually think that's a great addition. Um It's the first so to they die, have... isn't it? If you get that. Oh, is it actually? I didn't I think know that. So. I, still, I've, I've, I still thought it was random. As the person who dies first all the time, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, I've had it quite a lot. I, I'm, I think it. I think it's a chance on first death. I think that makes sense because I think I had it once or twice last night, and I think I was first death. Now I'm actually connecting the dots. So yeah. I think I think that actually might be true. Um, but yeah, I think that's really cool. I think it's just because it, uh, otherwise I kind of just pull out my phone. And I'm just fucking just scrolling through my phone, doing nothing in silence on mute, not talking to anyone. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah. Um, but they they definitely have made it more interactive in those sort of ways. Um, and uh, and I think it's great. Yeah, I think it would be nice. You know, to go one step further, it would be nice. I would like to have. Not by default, but I'd like an in-game option for proximity chat. And I think for Among Us, you'd have to make it a really small radius. So, like, you know, it's like two feet before you can properly hear someone just because, like, the maps aren't that big. And it doesn't work that well because if you're all speaking and then you hear someone suddenly cut out, like, in a room over, that's just, like, annoying. Like, that, I think that's really annoying. Um, So I think it would be one of those things where you can, like, really faintly hear someone if they're, like, maybe five feet away. But if you're, like, right next to each other, you can, like, properly talk. Um, mm-hmm. I think that would be the only way to to properly do it. But I think it's an interesting like social mechanic that I'd like them to like put in. I mean, I'm really surprised it hasn't launched with it, considering the games. I know there'll be mods for it on PC, and I guess they're relying on the mod community to do it on PC. But we don't have that, and so I would have liked that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I completely agree. I think, I think proximity chat is is a weird one. Um, I don't think the game needs it as much as like we were talking about just having separate channels for imposters and um, people who have died. I think I would, if I was given the choice between the two, I think I'd take the the, the, the death channel and the imposter channel um, over proximity chat. Cause yeah. that can be really weird and it has to be done right. Otherwise 
it can ruin the game experience. Because like you said, if it, if it's too far and you're just like, I'm just talking to like one of our mates and then suddenly he just goes quiet and I know that he was in electrical with somebody and I'm like, well, that in itself is just confirmed that that person is 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 the imposter. So yeah, yeah, it has to be done right. So yeah, definitely. I, I think they they've generally done a good job with all the settings that you have access to. You know, like for example, mm-hmm. if the if you put proximity chat on um, and you can't adjust it, you could make the imposter. Um, you could buff like the how good the imposter is to like balance it out for example you know like kill mm. kill times could be lower like vision radius could be more yeah. it could be less on the crewmate so like there's lots of things you could tweak with to make that its own thing um but yeah no i'm with you i think those de- i think those chat channels are kind of the first thing i'd like to see um and proximity could be like an, an experimental thing that they they mm. can put in um yeah and um and yeah no they, they've made some really really cool um edition since we last played uh one of which we've already talked about the garden angel which i think is cool um and then you got like uh roles as crewmates which i think is a really good way to spice up just not be just you know making it a bit more fun than just being the average crewmate every every single time you know you can be like a scientist and you can see people's you got a little page to see everyone's vitals and stuff like that which i've had a few times um you can be a a, an engineer that can also use vents like an imposter so you can like sit in a vent and like when you think someone's sus they don't know you're there and you can literally just watch them murder someone in a room or something like that um all all of these additions are like really great ways to just spice up the game um and and the and the imposter being able to shapeshift into other people, mate. We have had some hilarious moments with that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious because it's so hard to use, and it's hilarious when you get caught with your pants down. But then if you pull it off, oh my god, like, it's crazy. I remember you had a really good game with it, and I don't <laughs> want to take anything away from you. No one knew that we actually activated the skill, so like everyone just assumed that we didn't have shapeshifting in the game. So you did get away with it a little bit. But you still played it like like quite well and kind of bamboozled us all. Um, to be fair, then we had another when when you weren't on on Thursday, I think it was. I um <clears throat> I had another game like that after we already like obviously had established the shape shifter was a thing. And my god, yeah. I just had everyone running around in circles. It was like because <laughs> when I when I get shape shifter, I'm like. I'm not even, I don't even care if I win. I just want to fuck with everyone. It's just yeah, so just try funny. and go, for, just try and go for the, the 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 big brain play. Yeah, exactly. I, no, it's just like you know, it's just really striking like cosmic horror, like pure Lovecraftian horror into someone. Like walking down an art, like a dark hallway, and you come across yourself, and you just stare <laughs> in silence. And then yourself runs off. And then, like, what do you do? Like, because you don't have any information. So you go to the button and just say, I saw myself. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks, bud. So you have to just kind of sit on that. <laughs> yeah. You have to just sit on the information that someone is out there trying to frame you. <laughs> like, yeah. So it's just so funny. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's great. Um, and they're, yeah, they're all, they're all really good uh, additions to the game, like 100%. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're we're having a lot of fun with uh, with Imogus for sure. Yeah, that's Imogus. And I guess controls the, uh, controls are a bit weird actually. While while we're on the topic, I forgot to mention the controls yeah. are a little bit odd. I feel. Um, yeah, they 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 just there's some things that <laughs> like I feel like should just be in different places. Um, 
and uh and me speaking from having a janky elite controller with a bad right bumper oh my god it's so hard to vent as the imposter <laughs> i can never get in vents i'm like proper <laughs> spamming my right bumper and someone's like coming in i'm like oh for fuck's sake <laughs> obviously it has nothing to do with the control scheme but um yeah it's just kind of weird how it, it changes like if you're like the uh the engineer you vent using right trigger i think mm. But then if you're the imposter, you vent using right bumper and stuff like that. And it kind of just gets confused in my brain. And I don't know why they're two different things, but, um, but yeah. 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 I, I haven't had much of a, much of a problem with the controls to be honest, but I, I can see what you're saying. The keypads. Um, yeah. Oh, they can fuck off. Yeah, they, they can fuck <laughs> the, off. The keypads are like, there's like a one second delay with every single movement. And I, I hate it. Yeah, it's horrible. The um, the the Simon says the sequence thing in Reactor, like, gee, kill me, like where it, it you know does a pattern and you have to copy it. Yeah, I can't, I always fuck up. Like I get to the end of my my stick mm. will like twitch to the wrong square. And I'm like, great, I guess I'm here for another two minutes. <laughs> yeah, and then someone hits the alarm and I'm like, fuck, god damn it! Like right as so we're about yeah. to finish it. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's kind of it, it's kind of the worst. Um, it, it's it's extra weird because it's like. When it's telling you to do the squares, it's like left square, top square, right square, but then you go left square and then it resets to like the middle. And I like, like, it's really weird the way they do it. Like, with, with every single time you press it, it resets back to the center, um, where I kind of just want to move it from left up to right. I It's hard to explain, but it's weird. Yeah. yeah when you let go of the stick, it, it like centers, doesn't it? So, yeah, it's, it's yeah. weird. Yeah, there's, there's some wonkiness there, for sure. All right. Well, I mean, I guess before we sort of move into um, sort of the news stories of this week, which there aren't that many and they aren't really big stories either. Um, they're mostly just updates. I wanted to kind of have a look back at 2021 as kind of a year for gaming. And it doesn't necessarily just have to be Xbox, although I, sus- you know, I suspect it, it probably will just be Xbox. But I wanted us to just have a think about the year and like kind of what we played and, you know, what the standouts are really. I mean, obviously, I've got the question here in our notes, you know, what, what our game of the year is. Um, uh, but I mean, what do you think? How how has this year been for you? What what have you played? What's been standout? And what do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to say. I actually kind of forgot what's happened um, in in the year recently. Um, yeah, being kind of put on the put put on the spot recently. Um, I mean, it has been a fairly lackluster year i guess at least the first half of the year um wasn't exactly the most fantastic um for for gaming if i remember correctly i'm just trying i'm actually just trying to think what what kind of big titles came out this year that we played a lot um because we we play a lot of games that just sort of renew their seasons sort of thing like like apex and stuff like that and I, I'm, yeah. I'm just trying to think because those games always feel so fresh, and I'm like, oh, I came out in 2021. It's just like, no, it didn't. It's just a new season came out in 2021. Um, yeah. I'm just, tr- I'm actually just trying to think what sort of came out um, well, that we played I mean, loads of. You can go in and have a, you, you can go and have a look on like True Achievements or something that'll show you, um, like yeah. you know where you've recently got gamer score. But I'll, um, I'll, I'll start then, shall I? Because yeah, I think you do. 
I've I like I played out like a handful of indies this year as well, which I've like really enjoyed. Um, and like you could argue I played them because there's been less <laughs> like bigger titles and everything got delayed. But you know we had things like um, Gears Tactics at the beginning. Well, technically that was ended last year, but I didn't finish it until I don't I think this year, um, mm-hmm. which was great. I've, I've spoken about it on the show before. I enjoyed that way more than I thought I would. Uh, Hive Busters was a good time. Nobody like it talks about Hive Busters, but Hive Busters was, that was really this good. year. That was this year, dude. Yeah, that was twenty twenty one. Yeah, came out like March or something, or February. Jesus, or January. I don't know. Yeah, God. Well, the Series X only came out in November twenty twenty. So yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um. What uh, what were some of the indies that I played? I, I played Twelve Minutes. I played Death Store, which was another standout for the year. Um, yeah. you played the medium for a bit, didn't you? Yeah, that did was. You, did you yeah, it, I mean, no, it it wasn't a standout for me. Uh, it was. I guess it was a kind of a cool concept, but um, really the game was quite quite boring. Um, it was kind of like a walking simulator. Um with you know some puzzles going on and stuff like that um i appreciated its uniqueness um but i didn't really feel like it was a massive standout for me mm. okay all right <clears throat> i've got some i'm getting some good ones i played hollow knight this year that was just, i knew i was missing something that was a standout for me that was fucking awesome i loved hollow knight oh okay so we're just doing like games that we played this year rather than things that have released this year yeah we played here. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Um, I guess here's one that we both played: Outriders. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Outriders deserves a pretty honourable mention. I feel like that that soaked up uh quite quite a lot of time for us for a, for a, a few weeks maybe. Um, you know, it it was jank. It had its issues. Had its bugs. Actually, had a, a game breaking bug that made us stop playing. Um, yeah. So obviously it did. Yeah, it did come with its issues, but I think overall it was it was a pretty solid game, to be honest. And it definitely scratched that itch that we were looking for um, in terms of like a looter shooter. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of areas I feel like it could have improved on, but um, yeah, I think that's a that's a pretty honourable mention um, for for a decent game we played this year. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, I agree. I, it just recently had a really big update, actually. Um, yeah. Uh, for for me, I'd probably also say Resident Evil 8 as well. Um, that was a really good single-player um, experience that mm-hmm. I had this year, um, for sure. Like, by no means, I've said this in the past, it didn't absolutely blow me away. I didn't even think it should have probably been there for the Game of the Year mentions, personally. Um but as a game I played this year, it was it was it was still very good, like hundred percent. Yeah. Control I played at the beginning of this year as well, which is actually kind of surprising to me. I guess yeah, it was the beginning of this year. That was obviously obviously I played that late because it got game of the year in twenty twenty. Yeah, I think twenty twenty um, or twenty nineteen. Can't remember. Either way, yeah, that was stunning. Um, apparently, Ori's no way. Okay, last played. I don't think I think that was a twenty game. I played. I was about because this is when we started speaking about when we started the show. Um, like obviously, I was speaking about Fallout Four, which I played then, which was interesting for me. 
because I had never played a Fallout game, but I had a good time with oh, it. Oh, yeah. Even yeah. if it felt, it felt a bit dated. Uh, but, you know, still a good time. Um, Second Extinction. The game that we played for hours and hours. Oh, God. Yeah, that game had a lot of hype <laughs> for me, but ultimately failed. Um, it just it was just early access, wasn't it? It was just definitely early yeah. access. Early, early access. Yeah, just really, really rough around the edges, wasn't it? Um, and... Uh, I don't. I, I don't really know. It just. It, it wasn't quite what I was expecting. It was much f- more fast paced than I was expecting. Um, like everything was just like crazy. I feel like every. I feel like everything was running at like four hundred miles an hour in that game. Like including <laughs> us, by the way, where we're supposed <laughs> yeah. to just be humans. So like boring. we were literally running across countries um <laughs> it was so quick and then dinosaurs are just whipping past you like blurs <laughs> you're like what's happening <laughs> like, there was a lot going on yeah. um it was very intense um but uh, overall i think it still has potential um yeah i think it personally i know um I think as as yeah for, for me speaking personally I, I would like them to slow down the gameplay a little bit um, I don't know why they made the maps just enormous open landscapes and then just up the speed of everything by like two hundred percent. Like just make just make the map smaller and everything run at a reasonable pace, right? I don't I don't know what that was. But uh yeah. It was okay. It was okay. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah, I think we were all we were, that was definitely in the drought. Like we were in the co-op game drought, and like that was we were like second extinction. It's going to be the second coming, uh, yeah. And then it was definitely not. Yeah, um, I, I'd say probably another decent mention of of stuff that we've uh, we played quite a lot this year was Back for Blood as well. I think I think that was good. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that deserves an an, an honourable mention as well. Um, definitely and i actually think we we probably would have played that more if it wasn't for the um for the release of um of halo and stuff like that coming up quite soon after it uh what what else released really close to it there was something else that came out really close to it to back for blood or was it just the anticipation of battlefield which ultimately flopped um Um... i think that's what it was wasn't it I think it came we came out in October. So yeah, yeah. I guess so. I guess it was bad um, But you know, we, we played it for a, a solid amount of time. Um and got pretty pretty end game on it, I'd say. Not not like crazy end game. Yeah. Well, we finished um, it. Yeah, 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 we did finish it. And we, we finished it on the hard difficulty as well. Wait, no we didn't. No. We, we got really we close to finishing it on the hard difficulty. I, remember, we got, I think I th- but... we got like a third of the way through on hard. Yeah, that's that was the thing with that game is was the difficulties was was the weird thing. Um, it was just like it was like having fun and chilling out, left for dead, and then you you cranked it up like one difficulty level, and it was just insane. Like it was just absolutely crazy, and yeah. and it, it it was inconsistent as well. And I think we talked about this on previous podcasts, but um. It was it was inconsistent. One level felt fine. The next level felt nigh impossible. Like that that, that level with the shipment containers and stuff like that, and the, the helicopter that picks them up. What the fuck was that level on that difficulty? 
And we almost quit. We we almost had to just stop playing the game. Yeah. It, it, it was like an unfair difficulty compared to anything else we played. Um, yeah. So, yeah. There were a few real big pain points with that game, like on, on just particular levels or like particular things that were just like, oh, this is really killing the vibe. Um, and difficulty shooting was definitely one of them. Um, Weird. But it was good. It felt good overall. Um, and it's, it's a real shame, actually, because obviously it's Turtle Rock. They just got acquired by Tencent. So, the soul is gone. The soul. Soul is gone. Yeah. I think maybe not um, be a really good fit at Xbox, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, Hey-ho. Hey-ho. Um, shout out to Dishonored Death of the Outside. I played that this year, finally. After playing all the Dishonoreds, I've been wanting to play that for a while, but not wanting to play it at 30 frames. FPS yeah. boost came, hallelujah. Uh, and that was like a really nice way to close out the, the franchise. For now, anyway, I imagine. Um, but that was a really good time. Another one for me and you, Battletoads. I was literally about to just name drop Battletoads. That was my next yeah, one. Mate. Yeah, that was a that's great little... Uh, Posty three. Was that like two days? Yeah. Like two, like two, two evenings we just spent couch co-op. Um, yeah, it was fucking hilarious. Like it, it, and again, inconsistent with its difficulties. Like very similar to Battletoads, there were some checkpoint issues in that game. Boy, were there some checkpoint issues. Rough. Um, but apart from that, the overall experience was was pretty good. Um, it was funny. It was it was snappy. It, the combat felt good. Um, and yeah, it was just a great time. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd actually say it's it's probably up there with one of the best couch co-ops. I've played. I haven't played many couch co-ops, but it's 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 definitely up there. Yeah. Cuphead still takes the crown for me in that regard. But yeah, um, but yeah, no, it's good. Very good. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. Battle Toads. Um, Knockout City this year as well. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't get the love it deserved from us. I don't think. You know, we played it for a bit, a number of hours, uh, probably ten or so hours. Um, and it was good. It, I could I could see it taking my attention for a bit longer. I think, you know, it's the unfortunate content treadmill of um, Apex that um, kept pulling us back in. And, um, but it's a good game, you know, regardless of the time I put into it, it is a good game. And, you know, I I hope it continues to have success because it's cool, man. So I I think it's, I think it's, um, I, yeah, yeah. I did think it was really good. And in all honesty, I think I actually played it longer than I thought I would. Um, leading up to the release of that game I always was under the impression of this would be a little bit of fun but I don't think I'll actually play it that much um I actually yeah I feel like I sunk more hours into it than I thought I would um looking looking at it pre pre pre-release so yeah um yeah no I enjoyed it It I think I think it's quite rocket leaguey in the sense that it doesn't there aren't very many, many transferable skills. Your average gamer can transfer, like even with us, like, you know, for people who play a lot of first person shooters, um, none of that transfers to this, um, really, you know, other no. than the odd thing here or there, like reflexes or whatever. So what that means is that the other people who do get into it get really into it because they get this very unique skill set for this game. Uh, but some people struggle to stay on it because it takes a little bit longer to gel. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, if you think about it, like us moving from Apex to Halo, for example, is, or, you know, we've got a long history playing shooters, but all of those, a lot of those skills carry forward with us and so it makes that transition easier. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, shout out Monster Train. 
neither of us were Monster Train mains, but we both gave it a go this year. We both quite liked it, especially Slay the Spire um, mains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, that's so many hours I've put in Slay the Spire. Yeah. Um, I should... Yeah, yeah, it had, it had potential. I kind of wish I I sat down with it a little bit more. Um, and it's probably one of those games I probably will at some point. Um, just the whole... Again, I probably blame Apex and just other other releases just putting me away from games like that. Um, plus, it's just not really, you know, we are social gamers. We are like multiplayer gamers and stuff like that. So it's quite hard to find the time to, to sort of sit down and play those without getting spanned with invites and, and, and everyone wanting to play a big game yeah. with you or something. So, so yeah. This is, this is actually pretty cute because as I'm walking through my... um true achievements thing here I've, I've like rated a lot of them i don't know when i did that but like i've got loads of ratings here <laughs> like all the oh, ones i've really? said so far i've done yeah i've given them ratings um oh wow yeah I know. um so i mean i guess i know it didn't come out this year but i did play a lot at the beginning of this year a lot of hades because i think i only got my switch towards the end of last year or something i can't remember but i played a lot of hades this year um for sure um and obviously, mm. Hades is Hades. We all know what Hades is. We all know it's phenomenal. So, we're going to go on about that. Brilliant game. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I guess you got a you got a name drop. Um, Valhalla, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I did play a lot of Valhalla. Um, I know a lot of people like to think of it as like the worst in the new trilogy that they've done since rebooting the Assassin's Creed. But I couldn't get into Origins, which really annoyed no, me because I, I loved Egypt. I loved Egypt as a setting. But for whatever reason, it just did not click. Whereas Viola did click and it was too long. It was too long. It was annoyingly long. But I did complete it because it was like, you know, it was a really nice showcase for the console. And I was straight up, the gameplay was just fine. And the stories were generally pretty good. In fact, the story was good. It's just that the story was too long. You know, so the pacing was just all over the place with it. Um, So, you know, I did did really enjoy that. I thought it was great. And I think they, despite what we say about them, they always do an awesome job of like, making these worlds look really good and, and appealing. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed that. And I'll, I'll always remember that as my, like, first game on the Series X, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We we, we both bought it for the same reason, um, that it was a bit of a showcase. Um, and the quick and, resume uh, bit as well. Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the quick resume was really good for that. Um, and I didn't quite think... Yeah, I enjoyed it, but I didn't quite go to the extent you did i don't think i have the same legs as you do as far as completing <laughs> games especially games like that but just completing games in general um but yeah the, the way you kept describing it to me where you were just like i'm still going man i was literally just like oh, i'm out <laughs> i'm out of the race here boys i'm not doing this <laughs> so I can't. exhausting do you know what, it's actually, yeah. i'm gonna have to find it because um I, to be fair, I, I must. I mean, I must have been playing that into 2021 because obviously it came out on launch day for Series X and S. But it says here the amount of time that I played it for, and I just want to have a look because the next game I wanted to shout out was Mass Effect Trilogy, which I hmm. again I never just like Fallout. I never played any of the Mass Effects, um, and I you know I loved it. I played through all of them, and it took me according to this 77 hours. And I'm thinking, I think Assassin's Creed might have been longer <laughs> than the whole trilogy, so I'm just yeah. going to check. I think so. 97 yeah. hours. <laughs> Fucking hell, dude. That's crazy. I don't know. I mean, I, I swear in game though, it says like 70. So I am a bit sus on the number, but anyway, yeah, that's, you know, you get the idea. Yeah. 
bit too long. Bit too long. I think you could say that about almost every Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. Oh, I played Near Automata this year as well. January. Yeah, January. Uh, for some reason, it even gives you a like a start date and a finish date, which is really quite neat. Can be completed in two weeks. Yeah. January the first. So I literally started on New Year's Day. Pretty cute. Um, finished on the fourteenth of January, which and that game was fucking amazing. Absolutely amazing. If you haven't mm. played Nier Automata, go play Nier Automata. It's I, like I, it's, I will go play. Nier it's Automata. like a really good game that's like transcendent as an art form. <laughs> very philosophical. Uh, very uh, good, like a face value story as well. Uh, but if you really want to be artsy fartsy with it, there's a lot of shit to think about there. There's so much to chew on. It's so good on Nier Automata. It's so mm. good. Um, existential. <laughs> wow, and maybe that's a bit much for you in your video games. Maybe you just want to click on heads, but if you if you want oh, that, <laughs> yeah, well, then there you go. But if you want sexy robots that are blo- that, you know with blindfolds and a, a bit of existentialism in there, then you know what to do. Um, yeah, no, yeah, and I guess that on the JRPG uh, side of things, um, yeah, I've been playing Scarlet Nexus recently, um, and that's that's been a that's been a pretty great game. Um, one that I am definitely looking to complete. Mm. I will. Mm. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's, it's rough, man. It's rough out here for the for the single player experience oh. with Halo. I still got Halo campaign to do. We got Halo multiplayer. We play all the time, and now we got Among Us, which just every if there's more than like four people on, everyone just yeah. gets roped in to play that. So Especially it's going to be hard to find the time. Especially while Big Team Battle is fucked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely fucked. <laughs> um, it's so yeah. annoying. That's fucked. It is. You'll have to prioritise Halo now that you've got some time off. Otherwise, you, you are going to see a spoiler. You, you, you will get spoiled and then you'll be sad. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I am. I am. That that that's my plan with with my time off. Probably starting probably this afternoon, but definitely tomorrow is to just start going through the campaign and just finishing all that. Um, even if it's just to get the multiplayer unlocked, am I right? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. No, definitely. Just kidding. They look sweet. Um, they 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 do look pretty cool to be fair. But I'm all about that. that those Christmas skins hmm. coming in. Yeah. Give me them Christmas skins. Um and. Uh, I I went and played quite a lot more of Hunt Showdown this year as well. I went back to that. That's oh, yeah. that's always great fun. Um, actually, sunk surprisingly quite a lot of hours into that recently. Mm. Um, best menu music on the planet. Fight me. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, dude. Um, and I I think that's about it for for me in games. Um, and you know, is uh, this year at least? And I, I think, as cheesy as it sounds, and as obvious as it sounds, my game of the year is is me. Taylor, in, infinite oh. is you. Is you. so you took the words right out of my mouth. It's you. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's I, all right. <laughs> it's fine. It's, uh, <laughs> just glaze over that one. Um, yeah, it is Halo Infinite. Let's be real. Um, it's it's the most fun I've I've like these last couple months since since the multiplayer release, 
is yeah the most fun i've i mean i, I think i've sunk like uh, over four days into the multiplayer already yeah in game time it's been out for like a month deck yeah. and i've put that much time into it already mm, put like I 90 plus hours into it i dread to think what what mine is because i've had more time and i played that finished the campaign as well i, I must be into like yeah. five six days more now yeah, yeah, that's fair. There, there were, there is at least one other thing here, which is for both of us. But the, you can tell because I'm getting to the point on the true achievements list where um, it's just indie game after indie game. <laughs> so I can see because uh, these all came out. And you, you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, we have been talking about these before, and I'm sure Tim will roll his eyes when I say them. But there, there was Omno, there was Twelve Minutes, there was The Ascent, and then obviously Death Store. Um, all of them deserve shout outs. Um, we played the ascent together, and the initial impressions were a bit mixed. So unfortunately, we didn't go back to it. It was really pretty, and there were some good bones there, but there was some like really weird. You had yours was a bit buggy as the uh, yeah as, when I was as the host. The, yeah, as the non-host, the game to an extent didn't function. Um, I think I had a few crashes. Uh, shit just wasn't loading in. Um, popping, t posing. Um, and there were there were moments where legitimately some parts of the level just never loaded in for me. It wasn't a case of it popped in; it just like never loaded in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, not fantastic from that point of view. But it had a good, it had some good bones to it. Um, there was there was definitely a, a fun game there for sure. Um, and maybe they'll polish it up with some patches, and and we'll we'll go back to it. I'm sure. Yeah, lots, lots of little things that added up, unfortunately, but it was um, it was good. Um, what else have we got here? I mean, big shout. I don't think you ever started it, but obviously we did do a sh- we did a whole episode on it, which was Psychonauts two. Um, yeah, no, I never started it. Yeah, which was really good. Um, I had a really good time with that game. Really, really good. Um, I flew a plane into your house this year as well. Oh, that um, was yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about Enjoyed flight that. simulator, by the way, everyone. I'm just just a. He's character. not. <laughs> he's not. That's his. That's his out. He always uses that. There is a um, Boeing coming out of my chimney. Someone help, <laughs> please. Please send help. Um, uh, yeah. Actually, one just popped into my head as well. I played quite a lot of. Um, this was on Switch and stuff like that, but I did play a little bit on Xbox too. Um, was uh, Curse of the Dead Gods, another oh, yeah. indie game. Very good. Um, you haven't played that yet. I highly recommend it. It's really, really, really good. I think it's right up your alley. I think you'll appreciate a lot of the mechanics in that game and the way they do like the runs and how you build your runs mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. Really, really cool game. For anyone awesome. who hasn't played it, awesome. I don't think it's on Games Pass. Pretty sure it's on Games Pass. I think it is. Yeah, for the moment. I, I very yeah. almost streamed it the other day, just just like because I had like fifteen minutes to burn. I was like, I might just stream it and just like give it the first fifteen minutes ago, but I didn't. But yeah. I understood. It is really good, man. I recommend. I played Wolfenstein too this year as well, which was fun. Spoke about yeah. it on a previous episode, um, which was also really good. Uh, nice surprise. Oh, I haven't scored it. What should I score it? Uh, probably a probably a four, four out of five. Yeah, let's do that. Um, we did try really hard, really hard to get back into Destiny 2. We did. <laughs> yeah. And I found some fun moments in there. But I think overall, yeah. I think I'm just kind of I think I'm just kind of done with 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 that sort of game. Like unless it really 
blows me away. Those those sort of games do they they feel like chores to me right now. Like I think when I was younger and I had a little bit more time, like I appreciated them a little bit more. But uh, I don't know, man. I just I feel like I log into Destiny and it's just one fat off checklist, just one big old chore list. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm a little bit past it now. I I do just think that these games have a genuine issue with onboarding returning players. Um, and I and and the thing is, Destiny even like goes to great lengths to avoid that happening by like literally scrapping contents. But even then, it's like it's nothing to do with the amount that's in there. It's how you're presenting it to me. Um, because I've even like up you know games in similar vein like Monster Hunter World. I've booted up booted up a few times since we have put it down, and I've just like I I load into like the the you know the gathering and I'm like what <laughs> like i know i know that game by the back of my hand i go to the thing i get a monster i kill that monster and i could do that but it's everything else that confuses me and i'm like why is there like 14 different colored texts like in my like log yeah. like, what does that mean and like i think it's the same thing it's like that onboarding of like coming back i'm like i don't know what any of this means uh, and so... just to like preface we we were months onto world vets we we yeah. played that game to its last molecule, and then <laughs> and then and then when it just you know we ran out of content, um, we kind of dipped away from it, and then yeah, coming back um, was definitely that experience. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I think there is an issue with that genre, and yeah, just just having returning players come back and not feel overwhelmed it is it's it's difficult yeah. for sure. Um, and I think that is what we experienced with with Destiny, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah it, it's it's hard to say. Like when Destiny three comes out, we probably will just stick the needle right back in and be addicted. Uh, it's just a case of coming back so late into the life cycle of a game that's been going for so long. Um, it's it is tough to do. Yeah, exactly. And I guess that's the, from from their point of view. That's the advantage of of releasing a new game with a blank slate that they get to pull exactly. people back in. But you know, then at the same time upsets the vets who have put all that time so it's a lose-lose um but that's destiny too uh we both i don't think we bought it actually we both played diablo 2 on uh resurrected on games past and weird didn't click with it, i don't think especially you didn't like it because tim disrespects our gaming history <laughs> no i don't i like plenty of classic games i just didn't like that one <laughs> Just, just, just wasn't wasn't doing it for me. Shout out to the real game of the year, Lemons Gate, Lemsip Gate, Lemsip Gate. <laughs> yeah, yeah Lemons Gate was this year. That was good fun, wasn't it? Yeah, that was good fun. It's yeah. one of those games that I'm I'm glad I got to play. You know? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It was it was definitely a uh, an interesting one to say the least. Um, and you know, as much as I didn't, it didn't blow me away, and I didn't have the best time with it. I still had a good time with it, and I do wish it. It got a bit more recognition, um, and it got a little bit more out there, um, because I just, I just appreciate when devs come up with these really fucking cool ideas and really try and push the boat out, which that game really did. Um, yeah. To be fair, so. first first person shooter chess. It's just the only, yeah, yeah, very unique, very unique, extremely unique. Yeah. yeah. Here's another one. This is probably the final one for like us. Um, grounded. Yeah, yeah. We we went back to that this year. Yeah, yeah. That was little, that was good fun. Yeah, 
the game yeah. has changed so much. Um, you know, when when I first played Grounded, I did. We we, we all agreed we did enjoy it, but the mechanics were so janky, um, and it took so long to get anything out of the game, which those games do suffer from. Like like Ark does the same thing and and others that we haven't played but arc namely being the one we have you have to sink so much time into them to get anything from them um and i actually think grounded hit a pretty sweet spot now where we if you go back to it with all its recent updates where you don't actually have to like you can actually get something up and running and look pretty decent and healthy within like a couple hours maybe um and like mate like i feel like I can play Ark for like three hours and all I have is an inventory of berries. <laughs> and I've died berries like a thousand spear. times. <laughs> and a half-broken spear, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Like, And I'm, and I'm like, my afternoon's gone and I'm like, yeah. I've just got berries. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thirsty and I'm hungry and my foot has gangrene. Like, where do I go? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, Grounded was fun, man. Grounded was fun. Yeah, there's a real, was a real surprise to me, you know, because we obviously hopped on it just out of a whim, and we were like, "Oh, hang on, hang on, this is actually this is fun. There's, there's a game here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, shout out to Artful Escape. That was another little indie I played. But I haven't finished it. I do intend to, but it's it's really pretty and really good. I think, especially if you're like a music lover or maybe like a music creator, I think that game would really do something for you. I couldn't get into Met. Well, I sort of got into Metro Exodus. Like, I liked it. It just didn't get its claws okay. in me. It, yeah, it, it, I, I liked what I played, but I, I don't know. Something about it wasn't making you're not me a big fan in of, love. You're not a big fan of, <clears throat> I guess, janky shooting, which that game... That game does have slow, methodical, no. some might say jank shooting. I mean, you are right. What put you, off? you are right in that I don't like that, but no, no, no. I think it's it's how the gun feels on the sticks, which and it felt good on the sticks. Like it's like the aim acceleration felt good. Like that all felt good. That it wasn't that. I, I don't. It's hard for me to put my finger on exactly what it was. Um, it might have just been something pulled me away because you know I I liked the missions that I played. I can remember them. Um, it does get better as well when you start entering the different biomes and the story missions start getting better. I mean, I don't know how far you got, but like, I especially remember quite liking the um, the desert biome and right. the um, the there was like a really like lush like rainforest one as well with like like a cult like sort of gang and stuff like that, which was a really cool area of the game. Oh, right. To play. No, I'm still quite um, a little. I'm with the first bit where the train breaks down and you're like in the snowy bit still. And I had to like go uh, here okay. and go there and go there. And I just, I don't know that. I don't know. Like, yeah. especially because no, you're I like, think about it. you're so not game. mobile. You're so not, not mobile in that game. And I just don't feel like maybe that was a bit too expand. Like I just felt myself like walking through these things like not really hmm. doing much like, it's 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 slow yeah it is slow it's, it's like a survival game mixed mixed yeah. into like a first person um narrative yeah so. and i think because there's there's a lot of like mechanical depth there like you're playing it and you're like oh my god like it's hard to like even keep track of all of these like things that the game wants you to so i think yeah yeah i don't know I, I'm, not, I'm not exactly sure why but i i would like to pick it up again but yeah i, I like to play Brief shout out to Worms as we come into the last few months. <laughs> I fucking I hate that game. <laughs> love me some Worms. Yeah, it's great fun. fun. It's fine, not I really guess. much to say much more about Worms. <laughs> it's Worms, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's fun. 
It's good fun. Shout out to Forza Horizon 5. Shout out to the Forgotten City. And then obviously up to Halo um, as well. Bingo. Yeah, man. Um, you know what? I think I think ultimately I'm gonna I am gonna have to say that Halo is my game of the year, but I'm I would be really tempted to say Nero Tomato just because I completed that at the beginning of last this year, like literally in the first fourteen days. So it's quite hard for me. Because mm. that game is phenomenal, but you know, the fact that the Halo Halo had this really this campaign which I felt was really, really solid, um, really good, but then this multiplayer which just like pulled me in and our friends in, in such a way, like I, I just can't really replace that. Um, so I, you know, I, I ultimately would give it to the, to, to Halo, but for, I guess near was probably the best story I played this year, but man, I played so many good games this year. I know none of these, not all of these released this year, but I like, I, I played a lot of good games this year. There's always a backlog um, of stuff to play. And I, I used this year to catch up on that. And I, I had a great time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. There have been some good games this year. Um, some released this year and just some that we picked up with a nice little frame boost or something like that, you know? Um, yeah, there's been plenty of good games, but yeah, for me, ultimately, I think Halo just, just takes the cake. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just so good, man. It's, is, it's just, it, it, it brings me back to where I just, I log on and I feel like I'm like 16 again, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's great. That's why I, I want. was, I don't I was, want to be 40. I was, of course... Um, I mean, I because I was watching our um, reaction video to whatever. The, what was the show? What was that for? The, the anniversary event. Yeah, and I was watching the reaction to that. And at, at the end, you know, when we were like waiting for it to happen, and we were both like side eyeing each other, like in the screen, like as it came towards the end, like is this going to happen? Are they about to drop it like right now? Um, and they did. We were like giddy by the end of it. Um, but yeah, it's just so much fun. Like you, you, you can tell that the excitement was there after what we had played in the flighting and you know that. And it, the excitement for a first-person shooter doesn't come around often for us because we already had a first-person shooter that we were really invested in, you know. So something's got to be really good to pull us away from that. Um, and it, yeah, and it, and it, and it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, anyone who listens to this podcast know that Apex basically had our soul and had us by the balls <laughs> for the most part of the last few years. Um, and yeah, for a game to just come in and just be like, what's Apex? You know, like that's, that kind of speaks for itself. It's kind of a yeah. big deal. Although I have yeah. been wanting to go back to Apex, finish the battle pass. Hashtag get, to my, <laughs> get my money's worth. Hashtag why it. can't I just fucking go, why can't I just go back on battle passes? Like, why is it just one and done? Whatever. FOMO. Yeah. I'm so glad I didn't buy it. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be kicking myself. Well, I had leftover coins anyway. I didn't spend any extra money. It's yeah. leftover from an event. Don't give me that. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. What, what helps you sleep? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to finish it with or without okay. you. So fucking eat me. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... All right, this podcast. Let's 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 go into the news, man. Let's go into. Let's do it. There's not much around here today, um, but really, 
really, there's just some updates from Halo and through the team at 343 that I wanted to start on. We obviously had the new updates this week, um, which those updates, uh, those playlists, sorry, were Team Slayer, Free For All, Fiesta, and Tactical Slayer, previously known as SWAT. And the challenge, there were challenge changes as well, which included the easing or removal of some difficult challenges, weekly ultimate challenges now being less intensive, new challenges specific, new challenges specific to new playlists added, and a new type of challenge that rewards in-game personal score. Uh, that's the gist of it. So, how have we been feeling about these new updates, these new challenges? Hit me with it. Um, a bit hit and miss, but I think overall positive. I think I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Um, overall, with, with with the changes, the challenges, like they said, are easier. Uh, well, not easier, but like less convoluted. They're they're just they're more simple. Um, they're not easier to an extent where it does take longer, um, like quite quite substantially longer from what I've experienced at least. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's stuff like, you know, play two matches of stockpile, play two CTFs, win an oddball, play two oddballs. And it's like, I, I mean, I'm still rolling the dice whether or not I even get these game modes to begin with. Um, and then some of them I have to win too. Um I mean, we don't have a problem with winning. I mean, <laughs> all right, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so those—that's still an issue. Um, and I feel like if they just reduce them to just like play one rather than complete two for like all of them, because it's like I have to roll oddball twice and complete two matches. Like yeah. that could take fucking hours, and it's yeah. out of my control. If it was just one then fine. Like, I'd be a little bit more happy with it. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, and and I I think the score one is good. I've had that one where it's just like accumulate score. I think that's good. It actually rewards you. You can smash it and get like over halfway in one game and then complete it in two. You know, it rewards you playing better. Um, I think it was like 7,500 overall. So if yeah. you had an absolute banger and got like 4K plus in one game, you know, and you could technically complete that challenge in just two games sort of thing. So I think I think that's cool. Um, not a big fan of how they included so much ranked into the weeklies. Um, I don't know how you feel about that. But there are lots of people. We're not in this bracket because we do like to hop into the ranked playlist every now and again um, for quite a lot of shooters. But there are lots of people that never ever dip their toes into a ranked playlist they are purely casual shooters and the challenges are literally i'd say about 25 percent of the challenges are forcing the player base to go inside a ranked playlist and i don't think that's okay um rank should always be optional to 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 the player always should never be forced in any way i've heard I can't verify the truth of it, but that this is just a very short-term thing while the HCS is going on. Okay. Like an event thing, you know, it's like, well, lots of pro stuff going on. Here's some challenges. And, you know, so... I don't know why that would okay, be communicated but... in-game, so I, I don't know. It, it still doesn't it... change your point. It still doesn't... Yeah, it still doesn't change your point. Yeah. And just make it its own thing. Like the... Like, like the... Don't make it a fracture, but give it its own track. 
like like the like the fraction we had separate to the weeklies or whatever don't yeah. mix it in with the weeklies to get your overall weekly reward which a lot of people do go for don't mix it in there just keep it separate like mm-hmm. if, if if that's what you're trying to drum up it's just yeah you just you should in my experience you should just never ever force someone to go into a ranked playlist like you, you just shouldn't do that um, so I think that's probably my main gripe with it is is all that, and that hasn't affected me personally. Um, I don't mind hopping into the round playlist. We've done it. We've, we've done it plenty of times. I've actually ranked up, um, yeah. but like, I'm just speaking from what I know. A lot of people are like from shooters, and I just don't think it's it's uh, it's particularly okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and the addition of the game modes, there's not really much to say on that. Great thumbs up. I like it. I like being able to just queue Slayer if I have a Slayer challenge. Um, and I like having the option for um, something new. Um, the um, the SWAT. It's yeah. weird. It's jarring. Uh, we were quite shit at it for the first game or two. Um, but it's fun. It's different. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I... I do you know what? Because I like these... I always felt that I'd be queuing quick play regardless anyway. Um, that would always be my choice. Um, but last night when I was playing, it was just me and me and a mate. Um, and he was just queuing a Slayer. And I didn't realize until like this maybe second or third game that we'd only been playing Slayer. And I was like, I'm really glad we're only playing Slayer right now because I definitely couldn't be bothered to try and like communicate like oddball plays and shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. I like, because I love objective modes, but I just think they shine when you when your party makes up the majority of the team, whether that's three out of four, obviously four out of four. Um, but so I guess I I don't know. I, I don't think I'm ready to eat my words just yet, but I, I think um, it definitely is nice to have the choice regardless. And, you know, I know that the team is worried about playlists um, getting... Uh, like depopulated but you know like older games like master chief collection has all of this and that doesn't have a problem with population so i don't know what this fear is about like i'm sure they're going to speak about halo infinite numbers this week and you know they're going to be through the fucking roof so Mm. i you know i i don't that kind of does not make sense to me but you know they know the data better than i do so maybe it's more about scaring players out of objective modes before they even get a chance to experience them you know people might just hop in from cod and be like uh, okay, this is Slayer, and this is the only thing I'm ever going to play, and I'm never going to migrate into anything else, and that is what stops those objective modes from really sort of uh, like yeah. to, to grow. Um, but yeah, like with the ranked thing, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I, I don't have anything else to add. Um, I they shouldn't. I don't think they should really be there as, as challenges. To be honest, I'm okay with playlist specific ones. Mm-hmm. I think as long I as, as I don't as, mind them. Yeah. Throwing in a fiesta, as long throwing as, in a swap. Yeah, as long as I can re-roll out of them. In actual fact, you know, just if you're going to keep the ranked ones, which I don't think they are, but like just throw them into that playlist category one, so that I can re-roll them into another like category playlist. You know, that's not a big deal. No worries. Um, <clears throat> that's just how these systems work. So uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind that. But yeah, I agree because like I still have to get four more ranked wins this week on the ultimate challenge, and I was playing last night at one o'clock. I was like, not doing it, <laughs> not doing it. <laughs> so oh, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, and I mean, I haven't myself uh, popped into free for all yet. I know that you played a little bit of free for all. How's how's that? How how did that perform? How yeah, how great. are the spawns? Because I was quite worried on the spawns. Um, no, great. I love free for all. I've always really liked free for all. I remember I haven't played 
free for all for, for like years, but back in COD, whenever I had like a moment, I'd be in free for all. Um, but yeah, it plays really well. To be honest, I don't have an issue with the spawns in the game, like full stop. Um, I just don't. I, I don't feel like because I I think there's been like one instance where I've seen someone spawn like across the map. You know, when I'm like down my sights and my scope or whatever, like my pistol or whatever. But like, it's never been something which has like intruded on my gameplay. I felt I could very easily explain it away with someone having ran from spawn to me you know with the maps being so small so no my my, my answer is no it's a six person ffa which i think we spoke about last week it's not eight ah um, okay yeah makes sense so, it, yeah well, it yeah it's really well yeah because i was kind of worried with with eight players free for all one spawn like i said was was a concern for me and two i was afraid it was just going to be very just one kill, one death, one kill, one death, one kill, one death, one kill, one death, you know, because there's just so many people just shooting each other in the back all the time. Um, so I guess, yeah, narrowing it down to six uh, six player lobbies probably helps with that. So, yeah, no, it plays, plays really well. I'm glad it's there. Everyone's got their own color in the scoreboard and on the bottom. So, you know, it tells you who's first and who's second, or who's first and where you are by comparison. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's all, it's all really, really nice. Cool. The other thing was uh, changes to events, which is, to be honest, probably the nicest bit of feedback of the of this whole update. Um, particularly around, well, I mean, uh, to be honest, this is just about events and event challenges full stop. But, but the, our frame of comparison for this is the Tenrai event, which is obviously the, the one we just had um, with the different armor core. Um, and so just to read off the page. Players gave feedback that it was difficult to progress event challenges due to them getting stuck behind weekly challenges or not having enough to tackle during the event week. So I think we all know what this means. You would have like a, I think you get a stack of like 20 challenges and you get four at a time if you have the battle pass and then you you get rid of one and the next one comes in. They're coming in order. So what they mean yeah. by that is that you would like start with a challenge and there would be one, a couple of challenges away, but then there'd also be one right at the bottom of the pile. So to make progress yeah. towards the event, you'd have to be doing your normal challenges to get... And if you had some really hard ones that week and not enough challenge rerolls or whatever, it's possible that you... Not because you didn't have enough time, but because you got unlucky that you couldn't get to the challenge. Like That is feasible. Um, yeah. So that's what they mean by that. So in response, they said, going forward, uh, and when Fracture Tenrai returns, event challenges will come in more frequently removing gaps and where a player would previously be stuck waiting. And while events uh, will often still have a finite limit to the number of challenges available in a week, meaning it will take playing across a few weeks to fully complete them, the maximum will increase to provide more buffer and let highly engaged players progress a bit faster. And this pretty much addresses all of my criticisms with the event. So, you know, by the sounds of it, you're it's the event challenges are either going to be front-loaded, you're going to get them all first, or there's going to be like a separate track so you make progress towards them both. And... Last time we were locked to seven tiers in a single event. They're upping that cap now. They don't say how much, but they're upping that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that pretty much uh, answers and solves pretty much all the issues I had with the event as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. They did say elsewhere. I can't remember where. Maybe it was in the community. Is this the community stream? Yeah, I think it's in the community stream, which I've got coming up um, on the next bit of news, but just to tie it in. Um, they said that because, you know, in the marketing for it, there was like armors being shown off that them weren't in the event pass not that we thought this was a big deal because we're kind of used to this in our, in these things being adverts that are purchasable mm -hmm. but nonetheless you know the community outrage was there and they said you know fine yeah understandable this is just a marketing um, miscommunication uh so we we're gonna pop that so they've like swapped out a load of xp grants and challenge rerolls and 
put stuff that was otherwise going to be in the store in there now. So, oh, okay. Oh, cool. So good. They're, they're doing a really bang up job of listening to like this feedback and responding and, and, you know, giving us feedback about it. Um, really good. Um, I can't say I've seen communication this frequent or this transparent, um, in a long, long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're listening and they're making quick updates in definitely in regards to like the battle pass and progression system. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. It's been good. So in the community stream, they just did, you know, like a, an ex, uh, not ex, a, like a Christmas stream, you know, before the, before they sort of close for the holiday sort of thing. And they addressed a number of things, including those things were cross core customization being reviewed, um, emblems and coatings, all of that's under review. You know, we, none of us know how long it's going to take or how it's going to turn out, but it's something they are reviewing. Um, so we'll see how it goes. They're reviewing bundles and store value. Um, okay. As well. Um, there, yep. Then they spoke about the uh, the event which I just mentioned, the Tenrai event, um, with stuff being added. And then in terms of long uh, long term priorities, what they said is they don't like the current XP boost system and want to improve that. They want better UI indicators for challenge difficulties. They want better ranked models, including backfilling, uh, MMR, and UI experiences. I think we spoke about this with like the bar moving but no numbers, like in your in your bracket. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, um, they you know they reconfirmed the commitment to looking at the the progression system outside of a battle pass, just an account leveling system, which is like as long as it's retroactively being recorded, I, I really don't mind. Um, Performance based yeah. XP, uh, yeah, Perfect. but that's and, that, and they showed a tiny teaser for the winter winter contingency event, which I believe starts this week. Um, but I yeah, essentially it. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, they're definitely they're saying all the right things, right? They're taking on board all all, all, all the things the community's saying, and uh, they're looking into them. Sure, you know these things do take time, um, especially if you if you want to do them properly. Um, but it's important that they're communicating it. You know, we know it's on their list, and that's great. You know, no one get fucking angry with them and send death threats or anything it's like they've they've taken the time to give us a list and say we're looking at these things for you stop threatening our lives Um, (laughs) please yeah please uh and um and yeah i heard that new christmas event might work as like a uh almost like an advent calendar sort of thing like it's like a different thing like every day or something and i heard it was gonna span over like 10 days like I, i i read something like that Okay, yeah, um, I don't know, but like I still think you'd have to earn it in some way. It's not like you just log in and they're like, "Have this," like. But I, I feel like it, I, I don't know. I, I just heard somewhere that it was, it might have been on Reddit or something that it was potentially going to be done like that. But yeah, I think that's still all up in the air. Yeah, no, I think you're. Um, I, th- I think I did hear that somewhere. Now that I think about it, with like login bonuses uh, and whatever. But yeah, it'd be nice to um, nice to get more sort of camos and, and stuff into the into the sandbox and into my hands really um you know that sticker that sticker book is building up so um yeah i'm excited mm. to see what they come out and i'll be keeping my eye on the store i'll be keeping my eye Always, on the store <laughs> every every single week i'm actually quite excited to see what the store uh holds which was quite surprising when they said they were looking at store pricing bundles up there as a thing like never i mean it's expensive but like i never had an issue with it because that's kind of the model and how they charge all the for every other game that we played in this regard. 
Um, and you know, it's all optional. Like you log in and like, I saw the one this week and I felt like that wasn't worth the money. So I didn't buy it. But if I see one next week, I'm like, that's cool. I'm going to want to spend 50, like 16 quid on it or whatever. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not the end of the world, but Hey, they're looking into making it cheaper. I ain't going to argue. Well, the, the assault rifle one is still there, isn't it? With the little Eagle on the end. And that's, that's quite cool. Yeah. Quite, that again, that one's quite yeah. expensive for what it is. Um, but yeah, yeah. it's, um, yeah, I mean, they need cool. to, you know, it's it's worth reviewing. The thing is, I don't think it's one of those things that they're just going to straight, like, they. the reason that this is the way it is is because they have data that suggests that this is how they earn money the best. You know, that's that's all it is. And I don't know if that's it. Presumably that's internal data, you know, I don't know. But they're still going to want to make that much money. So, you know, if they end up changing these bundles, it will just be put somewhere else, you know, unless they get the go-ahead to, like, make less money this year so they can get, like, stop the complaining. <laughs> yeah. Um you know, that'd be my understanding of it anyway. So, you know, we'll see. But, you know, if I guess if if they're really, really trying to make the community happy, then maybe they will just report to Phil and say, look, can we bring these... It's going to cut into our margins, but can we bring prices down in the, in the store a bit? So. Mm. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Okay. Um, the Gunk came out this week. The Gunk. Uh, by Thunderful Games. Dear Gunk. <laughs> Dear Gunk. Uh, and it's it's currently sitting at 71 on Metacritic, having listened to a couple of uh, reviews myself. Um, sounds like a reasonably good time. Nice little relaxing game with some platforming and puzzling elements. Um, but gets a bit boring, maybe, depending on what sort of game you're into. Um, hmm. Which is a shame. I, you know, I mean, this is not a bad score, but I, I was hoping for a bit more, especially the fact that it was secured as an exclusive. It made me think that the publishing team was like, oh, but this could, we could have a hit on our hands. Um, and maybe yeah. they did. And it just didn't turn out that way, but um, you know, it's a respect. And it looks really pretty. It looks really pretty. Uh, um, so yeah. I, I was, you know, maybe I will boot, boot it up still and just have a look. But yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah. I think it's. I, I, I think, like I said as well. I don't know if I made this comparison on the podcast, but it definitely seemed like uh, it very much reminded me of its its leading up to release and its lackluster release. Not bad release, but lackluster. Very much reminded me of when we did um, when Recall was a thing. Yeah, you remember Recall, which was like that Probably. puzzle platforming sort of game that kind of looked really kind of promising. Um, I'm pretty sure it was made by an Xbox studio. No, yeah, it was because it, it was exclusive. I thought it was, it was exclusive. It, it was it was exclusive, but it wasn't it wasn't an Xbox game. It was a third party. Um, it was third. Uh, it was a, it was a pub- publishing deal. Because well, it was. Oh, um, okay. Was it? No, it wasn't play because it was the guy who made. Um, it was a. Me- it was the Metroid guy. What's his name? Uh, it's the guy who made the Metroid. <laughs> it was him. Um, Great. Yeah, go on. Uh, but yeah, no, and I think it. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that, and then yeah, it ended up being a very similar story. You know, I think I think Recall ended up releasing two very similar scores, um, being a bit lackluster. People were hoping for a bit more. Um. Yeah. No. I just. I don't. I don't know. I just made that weird like connection in my head. Um. And it's weird that they both kind of turned out to do the same thing on release as well. Um. But it it does look like a little bit of fun, and I might play it. 
I mean, to be fair, Recall came out at 63 on Metacritic, which I think is substantially worse than a 71. Oh, okay. Was it? So. Okay. All right. Well, I didn't know the exact score. Um, I thought I thought it actually was like high 60s, maybe even cracked to 70. Okay. So it was it was a little bit worse. That's fair enough. Yeah. But I mean, if that was your, you know, if you, if you played it and you felt it was maybe more of a seven game, then obviously that's, that's up to you. But I did play a bit of Recall. Yeah, it was okay. I, I never touched it in the end, but I really... I really like the look of it, but when the scores come out, it just kind of bummed me out, and I was like, oh, another one! <laughs> I know. Yeah. Another one, and there's a 60, so I didn't bother. <laughs> um, but, it's yeah. a dark time for Xbox. <laughs> it really was. I'm so glad it's behind us. Um, yeah, but it's on, uh, it's on Games Pass, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is on Games Pass. Yeah, so if you're going to on Games Pass, mm-hmm. go give it a go if you want. Um, the, the reviews are, you know, um, middling to good, um, but it's there if you want to give it a go. Might be for you. Um, I figure we'll touch on it because it is a big industry thing, but it just means very little to me uh, that Splinter Cell got announced this week. A new one. Like, I think it was a remake. Do you know what? I should probably have checked this. <laughs> like, either way, the franchise is coming back in some, with like a main entry. Um, did did yeah. you see this this week? I, I did see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, I'm not sure if it's a remake or, or an actual new game. Yeah. Um, but. I'm very surprised we didn't hear anything from our friends because we've got two friends that really love Splinter Cell and they've been asking for it for a very long time. And I don't know why we haven't heard any hype from them. But um, but yeah, so I think I'm looking at it now and I think it's a remake. Yeah, that's about right. It's, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a remake. Um yeah, cool. It is it is a cool franchise. I have played a handful of them. I played Conviction and I think I played Blacklist. Um and yeah, they were good games, you know. They were fun little spy games. They made you feel cool. Um Yeah. <laughs> Didn't, I, I, I not amazing in my eyes personally, but they it they were you cool. Feel cool. Do you think Splinter Cell faces a bit of a difficulty where it's um like because it's been dead for so long like as a mainline i know they've done like blacklist i think and like and they were like side ones um do you think it faces a difficulty of that the stealth scene has moved quite far like it's come quite a long way like would a straight remake of one of those games with the same mechanics would it fit in nowadays were they were the mechanics deep enough ahead of their time or will it need to do something new to like survive <laughs> <sighs> I think it will need to do something new to survive. Um, and I think all remakes do that as well. I mean, you could look at the Demon Souls remake. It's not really the original Demon Souls. It wasn't just... It was enhanced in a lot of ways in quality, life, uh, quality of life changes as well as graphics and stuff like that to sort of enter it into that modern era. It wasn't a carbon copy. And I don't think this one will be either. Um but yeah, I think they'll they'll need to do a few things to um to jazz it up a little bit because I think there was a similar situation when like remember when Thief tried to come back and they released onto like the Xbox One and PS4 consoles and it kind of flopped and that was another like stealth game that had a really big following for its original and then they were like oh it's bringing Thief back people love stealth games and everyone was just like this game sucks <laughs> it's what? boring it's yeah, if I remember, it, it didn't come out like long after Dishonored or something, and it and Dishonored was just 
fair in every way. And I just that's one of those things where it's like the game's not going to survive on the same mechanics that it used to, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like this could fall into the same trap, but uh, Splinter Cell has a really big following, so I don't think it's ever going to do bad in terms of sales and in terms of, yeah. um, I don't know about in terms of reviews, to be honest, but um, yeah, I mean, for me personally, I think it will need to shake it up a little bit, but let's see. Okay. Okay, yeah, as I say, it's, it's just a franchise I know next to nothing about, so you know, uh, good for all of you out there. I'm glad you finally got it. I know I've got a couple of uh, podcasts that I listen to, and they speak about Splinter Cell quite a lot, um, about wanting, wanting to come back and everything. So happy for all of you out there. I know it's it's, it's hard out here for, for people who want franchises to come back, so good for you. Um, next up, we had some previews for Crossfire X, and they were not good. Very good. Um, I mean, the multiplayer is shit. It is shit. I've played it. I played the beta, and that was like maybe eighteen months ago. Um, so you know, maybe that was just beta. But even then, like design-wise, it just wasn't interesting. Like I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. Um, I know it's been around for ages in Korea, and you know they were just Xbox were like just spruce it up, make it look pretty, and we'll slap it on the Series X as like a, t- a long time or a console exclusive. And then they're like, yeah. oh, there's no single-player portion. Well, this game's probably going to die if we just release multiplayer. So get Remedy, get Sam Lake on the phone. Yo, do you want to do, like, maybe a campaign for us? Obviously, they're doing the single-player campaign. I was surprised by how good it looked, considering how shit this multiplayer was. <laughs> um, but you now people have played, like, played, and they're like, yeah, it's just a bit boring. Oh, what, even the single player? Yeah. <laughs> this is single, single player previews. So, I mean, we did say that. We did say it looked cool, but at the end of the day, it's just it's just a, like an army sort of storyline shooter. Exactly. Like, it, it, it does still carry that pretty boring factor. It's just been done so many times, um, that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, we did always have... We were always cautious in that regard when talking about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um so I mean, and the worst, the worst part of this. So this is like it's now got release date. It's later to February. The worst part of this is that it's not coming to Games Pass. Oh no! Dead on arrival, like actually yeah. dead on arrival. Yeah, like Jen. Like I can't see anyone just be like Crossfire X. <laughs> oh my god, take my money! <laughs> oh, and it's just... what's Crossfire X? I mean, to be fair, maybe a lot of people were itching for that military shooter experience that it could provide probably won't because of how shit call of duty has been this year uh, and battlefield to be fair no, so I mean, maybe if if this game did slap like it's like a perfect time for it to come out right with cod being crap this year battlefield being crap this year like people are looking for a military shooter it kind of sucks that it's not looking too hot but this <sighs> is the time for it to come out and slap I don't know. The thing is, like, if 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 there was a person who's been like let down by COD, let down by Battlefield, and then is looking for something else, Crossfire is releasing on the only console which has a banging first-person shooter, which is exclusive. Like, and like, I don't yeah. know if someone's going to realistically not have picked up Halo by now and then be like. Oh yeah, Crossfire, that'll really do it for me. I mean, I know Halo is quite different to Battlefield and Call, like I get that. But is that it's sci-fi? 
I mean, it is, but, extent, it, isn't but it? yeah, it, but it is like Halo is sci-fi military. You know, it it, it is still military, uh, but it, it also has a very different aesthetic. It's like not browns and not grunted. You like, yeah, but in terms, like thematically, I would I would say it's like sci-fi military. So I get that it is distance in terms of like looks and aesthetics, but it's just like Crossfire is going to be on the only console which has a competitive first-person shooter. Till next year, <laughs> like you know, like there's not going to be another console next year, so Halo's going to pretty much slap for like all year round now. So it's just so it's, funny. It's, like I can't believe that they chose to release it. It's a very weird choice to not put on Games Plus. <laughs> I just don't. I feel like it might get like ten sales. I I just I really imagine the film or like Matt Matt Booty were making a deal and they're like you know they're like counting the dollars like putting it on the table we're like right so yeah what we'll do is if we you know if we give you fifty instead of a hundred we'll put it on Games Pass and that way you know you can make sales you know upsell and you know people will buy the campaign we don't want it on Games Pass you know you don't want it on Games Pass you know why you know, we've got Halo. why are we even having the, why are we even having this fucking meeting is <laughs> that. You know, we've got Halo just came out, right? You know, this Halo, like a big thing, Halo? Yeah, yeah. We don't want it on Games Pass. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, he's, he's just like, so it's like, you, it's free It's free to play then. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I think it's like, I think it's half, I think it's like 30, I don't think it's 60. I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I think. Um, so I just like, I just like really confuses me that they will, that they decide to, I guess, I guess they probably don't have a same when they're releasing it. And Xbox is like, you know, we want this out the door. It's been a while because we saw this way back in like May, 2019 or something or 2020, whatever it was. Um, and then we want it out the door, but it's just crazy to me that they, they're releasing it so close to the holiday after Halo's just come out and even Cod and Battlefield, even though they haven't been received nearly as well, you know, if this was released like summertime, you'd probably get away with it. But there's so much Halo mindshare at the moment that it, this, and it's only on X. I don't know, man. I hear that kids this Christmas want a Series X with Crossfire X. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I they hate call that. it the they call it the X bundle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they throw it in the trash. <laughs> Excrement. Am I right? Oh. Dude, <laughs> crossfire. Take it, take it easy, bro. <laughs> it's just such a worked weird. hard on this game. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, the multiplayer wasn't good, and you're releasing it at the worst time, maybe in history, like in history, <laughs> to like, release it exclusively on Xbox. <laughs> like, you couldn't be a worse time, like ever. I uh, whatever. Good luck, crossfire. See you in the discount section. <laughs> <laughs> See you on Games Pass in June. <laughs> I don't like this guy. I want to do a podcast with this guy. Well, it sucks because I was kind of excited about it, but but now that all of this stuff is adding up, it's like this is done. This is done. This game's dead, and that sucks to me more than anything. Because it's like I know people have been working on this, and this game is going to die. Hmm. Somebody in the managerial area has has made bad decisions, and like this game has been sent through the wood chipper to die. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's one hundred percent. We joke about Dead on Arrival, but it is. Like, it what game? Is. What game? What multiplayer shooter releases not free to play? 
why is someone buying Crossfire? <laughs> like, and not, like, what? It's so weird. I mean, I know, like, I know Battlefield just did that, but, like, it's arguably part of the reason Battlefield died. And also, it's going to be on EO Play and it's going to be on games. It's just. It's and it's and it's just let's be honest it's just it's better as well like even if it's not the hottest battlefield it's still better than crossfire x multiplayer like i, I mean, can probably say that comfortably <laughs> unless they've really tightened everything up and like added some more novel mechanics and novel map like it just felt like i was playing slightly janky gonna... cod with pretty graphics i'm gonna say 86 on that <laughs> yeah okay X yeah. out of 100. That's what I give it. <laughs> Tens across the board. Yeah. X is 10. God, you did it. You've nailed it. I mean, that must be it. That's the only reason. It's just subliminal messaging. Yeah. All right. Let's go off Let's get off it before, yeah. I, before I start again. All right. And in our last news story of today, I mean, it's not really a news story. It's just really fucking funny. Um, <laughs> this article from Game Rant um, titled "Why Senawood Saga Hellblade oh. Two Deserves a PlayStation Release." First impressions oh. go. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> I could I could create a title. God of War deserves an Xbox release. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. So fuck, let, let's have a breath. Let me just explain. So I I read I read through it, but and I haven't summarized it here. But like the the main talking points are essentially like. Hellblade is such a sensory game. It involves all of the senses as whispering into oh, your ear the holes. Controller. The controllers. And it's very moody and atmospheric. Yeah, well, I mean, correct. And they're like, well, the perfect complement to all of these ordinary senses is the dual sense controller with this vibrating adaptive controller. And it's like, you know, I mean, and then they're like, oh, yeah, because, uh, you know, PS5 is like, you know, 3D audio. And it's like, 3D audio has been around for like two decades now. Like, what are you talking about? Why are you saying that? It's weird. So like, because I mean, like Xbox obviously has like Windows Sonic and like Dolby Digital. Uh, it's just, so, okay. So the argument is Hellblade shouldn't be exclusive because PlayStation 5 has the DualSense controller. It's not a good argument, is it really? No. Do we just apply this to all games now? Is this just what we? Yeah, said? I was about to say, like, technically, any game could just be like, "Oh, this would be cool in dual sense." Yeah, so <laughs> Sony should have it. It's just like, well, the, the graphic right, the... controller yeah. doesn't mean that they should have every exclusive. It's like, well, mate, <laughs> do you know what would be nice if I could quick resume between Horizon, Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us, and God of War? That'd be fun, wouldn't it? But no, I can't. Yeah, exactly. so, there we go. I'll play them all on Games Pass. I can't do that. I can't. <sighs> Garbage tier article. <laughs> wrong. Yeah, it's actually, like the trashiest article I think I've ever read. <laughs> You're wrong. Oh, God. And then they also, there's an article from the same writer. I mean, not to, like, you know, dunk on you. No, shit on him. Shit on him. But uh, I don't know. But it, there was a, a same article, like, six months ago saying PlayStation 5's got the best exclusives. Exclusives are why you should buy a PlayStation 5 right now. And it's like. Are exclusives good or not? Like, make your mind up. Like, this is... I feel like, at the very least, we're consistent with the messaging we have. And and because we're sitting at night, like, very, you know, sitting pretty at the moment. We're thinking the exclusivity, mm. what's coming up on there. And it hasn't been like that for, like, five years. So we're finally in a good place where we can say, these games are going to come out only on Xbox. It validates my purchase. They're really optimized for the game. Sick. Um... But I wish it wasn't that way, but it is. So sorry. But like these articles, just like fl- like just change with the wind, you know. They just sort of 
Fucking someone out there with a wind waker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just writing articles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, you know, it's just, is it good or not? Make your mind up. Because you can't just, you can't just say this. You can't just say this. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. Whatever. He has a platform. The they have a platform deck. Of course they can. And I kind of agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I think that's it. I think I might have broken. That's the show. <laughs> <laughs> Man. You're not going to do your normal outro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's such a... uh, that's yeah, I guess show. so. Okay, let me just try and get. <laughs> Next week will be a solo show. <laughs> I'll get a bit of energy back for the ending. Yeah, okay. Well, happy, a very happy Merry Christmas to everyone. Thank you so much. This was our first year doing this podcast. So this has obviously been very new to us. Um, and we've had a really good time doing it. Um, so anybody who like regularly listens out there, or maybe this is the first time you've listened, thanks a lot. Um, you know, We've got we've got sixteen subscribers. That's kind of fun. To be honest, I didn't think we'd oh. even get five. Like I can't believe I can't believe more than ten of you out there listen to it. Like what? Thank you. It's 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 pretty crazy. Um, and you know we do we do enjoy doing this. I mean, we literally started off just as a fun hobby. Um, obviously, so you know we're 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 here to stay. So if you do like what you see, you know we'll we'll be continuing it into twenty twenty two. Yeah. Um, and beyond i'm sure so you know subscribe and share it and let people know you know yeah. it helps little small podcasts like us gain a little bit of traction so yeah absolutely absolutely so we'll probably catch you in one more podcast before the new year probably i can't make any promises but um that that is the that is the goal um other than that uh, put little chocolates <laughs> on your christmas tree have some baileys have a nice christmas sleep and <laughs> um, enjoy your presents. Good night. Sleep. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.